Chapter 13 of Eastern Stories and Legends by Marie-Louise Shevlock. This Levervox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Max Holloway. Chapter 13. The Merchant Who Overcame All Obstacles. Once upon a time, the Buddha-to-be was born in a merchant's family, and when he grew up, he went about trafficking with 500 carts. One day he arrived at a sandy desert 20 leagues across. The sand in the desert was so fine that when taken in a closed fist, it could not be kept in the hand. After the sun had risen, it became as hot as a mass of charcoal, so that no man could walk on it. Those, therefore, who had to travel over it took wood and water and oil and rice in their carts, and traveled during the night. And at daybreak, they formed an encampment and spread an awning over it. And taking their meals early, they passed the day sitting in the shade. At sunset, they supped. And when the ground became cool, they yoked their oxen and went on. The traveling was like a voyage over the sea. A so-called land pilot had to be chosen. And he brought the caravan safe to the other side by his knowledge of the stars. On this occasion, the merchant of our story traversed the desert in that way. And when he passed over 59 leagues, he thought, Now, in one more night we shall get out of the sand. And after supper he directed the wood and water be thrown away, and the wagons to be yoked, and so set out. The pilot had cushions arranged in the foremost car, and lay down looking at the stars, and directing them where to drive. But worn out and want of rest during the long march, he fell asleep, and did not perceive that the oxen had turned around and taken the same road by which they had come. The oxen went on the whole night through. Towards dawn, the pilot woke up and, observing the stars, called out, Stop the wagons! Stop the wagons! The day broke just as they had stopped, and were drawing up the carts in a line. Then the men cried out, Why, this is the very encampment we left yesterday. Our wood and water is all gone. We are lost. And unyoking the oxen and spreading the canopy over their heads, they lay down in despondency, each one under his wagon. But the Buddha sat, saying to himself, If I lose heart, all these will perish. Walked about while the morning was yet cool. And on seeing a tuft of kusa grass, he thought this must have grown by attracting some water, which there must be beneath it. And he made them bring a hoe and dig in that spot. And they dug sixty cubits deep. And when they had got thus far, the spade of the diggers struck on a rock. And as soon as it struck, they gave up in despair. But the Buddhist thought there must be water under that rock and, stooping down, applied his ear to it and tested the sound of it. And he heard the sound of water gurgling beneath, and he got out and called his page, My lad, if you give up now, we shall all be lost. Don't lose heart. Take this iron hammer and go down into the pit and give the rock a good blow. The lad obeyed, and though they all stood by in despair, he went down, full of determination, 
and struck at the stone, and the rock split in two, and fell below, and no longer blocked up the stream, and water rose till its brim was the height of a palm tree in the well. And they all drank of the water, and bathed in it. Then they split up their extra yokes and axles, and cooked rice and ate it, and fed their oxen with it. And when the sun set, they put up a flag by the well, and went to the place appointed. There they sold their merchandise at double and treble profit, and returned to their own home, and lived a good old age, and then passed away according to their deeds. And the Buddhistat gave gifts, and did other virtuous acts, and passed away according to his deeds. End of chapter 13. Recording by Max Holloway.